1: Welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host Daryl, Amy here with Larry Levine. What's going on today, Larry? Oh, it,
0: it's a typical it's a typical Monday. The day the day coming back from holidays, right? So we got to get back in this whole mindset. I had nice weather. I had nice everything for Thanksgiving, and now. <laughs> back into the business mindset so
1: time to get back to work larry but congratulations on the rams you got a victory you've got a good season this is coming from a jealous cowboys fan and uh no doubt uh we are back at it um thank you for everybody for joining us this week um if you were did if you missed last week go back and catch that episode it was was on developing gratitude as a core sales skill i think you'll absolutely love it and today I am so over-the-top excited about our guest. You're absolutely going to love her. But if you're new to the program, Larry will introduce our guest in just a moment. If you're new to the program, welcome. You've joined a community of sales professionals who are committed to being genuine, being honest, doing the hard work, having a good time, and most of all, selling from the heart. Larry, there is one author that has influenced this podcast and our thinking probably as much, if not more, than any other author and I can't believe we have her on the podcast today. Yeah. No, and, and I mean, I can't wait to introduce her, but I got to take got to take a step
0: back on this one because it's going to tee up some great conversation As on our last podcast, we started talking about, you know, Thanksgiving, we broke that down in the art of thanks and then the art of giving. Mm-hmm. And I think this podcast, you know, today is going to talk about the art of giving. And, you know, I met Bernadette McClellan, this goes back gosh, a year, year and a half or so ago, as typical, right? Social, commenting on posts. We live in a social world. And what caught, what caught my eye about Bernadette was just um, a lot of the same things that I, that I think about as far as being genuine, be authentic. Speaking from the heart, it is all who she's about. And then it went farther and started reading her book, The Art of Commercial Conversation. I go, man, we're just two peas in a pod. And then we become friends. So we've taken social from online to offline. And she's not only friends with me; she's friends with my wife. And I can't wait to see her again when I'm in Melbourne in May of next year. So without further ado, welcome Bernadette. I'm so glad you are on this podcast.
2: Hey guys, thanks so much. I'm really glad to be here too. And hey, happy Thanksgiving. I can't uh, can't contri- contribute much with the Rams and the Cowboys, but um, I can't. <laughs> <say that.
0: laughs> yeah, but 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 Bernadette, at least you know who they are. So that's. I think that that's good. (laughs) And and, and, and just say, and just, you know, this is a great thing about podcasting because I'm in Southern California, Daryl's in the heartland and you're in Melbourne, Australia. So
1: this is awesome. Bring it all together. Well, Hey, Bernadette, thanks for joining us. And, and uh, if, by the way, if you're listening and you have not yet got a copy of the art of commercial conversations, when it's your turn to make a difference by Bernadette McClelland hit the pause button now, grab this book. You have to read this book. I'm telling you, this book uh, is one of my all-time favorite books. Every second sentence is quotable. But Bernadette, as as we get started on the podcast today, there's one question we ask all of our guests, and this is like throwing a softball to you, is what does it mean when you think about selling from the heart? What does that mean to you?
2: Yeah, good question. Uh, sounds a simple question, but and it probably is a simple question. I think what it means for me is being able to go in and being simply who you are, and having this whole thought process around, you know, you're there to help somebody else, and your questions are going to facilitate a pathway for both of you, um, and that whole uh, you know ability to be curious, but to. To give a damn, I think. Yeah. In a, in a simple sense, to give a damn.
0: Well, no, and, and you and you bring up a great point because you know th- there's people out there. I mean, you, and you say it nicer than some other people, right? Where you. <laughs> But you you have to give a rip. And I think that's, what's, that's what selling from the heart's all about is you just got to genuinely care. You got to care about yourself. You got to care about the people that you're serving, whether those are your current clients or whether those are your future clients. Is you, you just have to roll it up and just genuinely care. And I think it'll start oozing and people will will sense that in two seconds. At least that's my opinion on it.
2: Yeah, look, I, I also think, you know, and I, um, I, I say this regularly too, is, you know, that whole um, that whole um, environment where sales professionals or salespeople are kind of going in for the hard sell all the time,
1: mm-hmm. um,
2: you know, I have this little mantra, the hard sell versus the heart sell. And, mm. and our, our buyers today are so attuned, you know, their BS meters are so finely tuned that they will – they will absolutely discount you. They'll, they'll, you know, um, sit there and they'll listen to you, but mentally and, and emotionally, they'll discount you. If you, if, if the energy that's coming from you is not aligned with serving them.
1: Wow. That's so good. And I love in your book, how you, that one, one line you say, we need to move from a sell and get approach to a serve and give approach. I mean, I just want to stand up and cheer. When I, when I read that, I was like, yes, that is well, you, so good.
0: You know, but what's, what's interesting about it, and then because um, Daryl and I, Bernadette, were talking about this on our last podcast, which we did right before Thanksgiving, and we are talking about the art of the give. Uh-huh. And, you know, quite frankly, you know, I, I think sometimes you get back, you said the BS meter is I think the BS meter is so high when we start giving thanks to people. And I think it just gets mushy and it gets watered down. But I said, you know what, we got to get back to the art of the give And as sales professionals. What are you giving back to your current clients? Or what are you giving back to your future clients as far as to help them do their job better? And I think it, it, it's the art of the get right versus the mm-hmm. give. What are you willing to give in order to get
2: and, and I think that's in any relationship, you know, even in our own private relationships, if you want something, then then you give, you give that very thing that you want. You know, so if you want more love in your relationship, you give more love. You know, if you want more business from your client, then you give more business. So, and, you know, ultimately we're there we're there to to sell a product or a service so that our business can stay in business and make a profit and make money all of that's really healthy the important thing is though is to be there to help our client grow their business now for those who are really smart that they would be they will be able to position what they have to offer so that not only are they providing value to help their client grow their business, but their client's able to help their client through your product or service. And that's, that's really special when you can have that kind of a business conversation. Wow. And you know, it, it, boy, and yeah, it just, wow.
0: this, this goes back to some, this goes back probably, th- this is probably three years ago, Bernadette. It was, yeah, I mean, you just triggered somewhere It said, you know, help their clients with their business. And it goes back to not only do we have to get to know our clients, but we have to figure out how our clients can help their clients do better business.
2: Yeah. That, that becomes a different conversation that becomes a business conversation that becomes a value driven conversation that doesn't become a product conversation. So, you know, it's, and that is, you know, at any point in a, in a, um, I guess, a. The sales journey or the buyer journey. I mean, we're going to get lots of different opportunities to ask good quality questions. It doesn't all just have to happen in that first five or ten minutes of a a discovery call. But, you know, when we can start to bring to the table, um, we talk about insights or we can start to bring information or we can start to bring ideas and be creative with our conversations by talking about the different, you know, the different trends that are out there, the different changes that have happened in our buyers world, not our world. Right. I mean, so many salespeople will go and start to talk about all the changes that have happened in their industry, but, you know, to open up, open up the conversation and talk about the client's industry and, you know, what did they have to do? How did they have to be perceived by their clients it just opens it right up. And that's, that's really valuable.
1: Yeah. And I think that uh, whole concept of, of saying i read years ago, I think it was in Keith Eads book, um, the new solution selling, he said, we need to stop trying to find technical people who can sell and start trying to develop business people who can Mm -hmm. sell. And I think we get so narrowly focused on the product or service that we've been trained uh, to sell that, that, you know, we don't take the time, or we're scared to ask the bigger questions about the business. You know, what are your, what are you most excited about in your business? What are your goals? What are your challenges? What's happening in your industry right now that is inspiring you or scaring you? Or you know, and, and really beginning to understand that big picture. And um, I think a lot of that is is a mindset because someone who is selling to get really doesn't care about their customer; they care about their commission. And That's exactly what, yeah. right. Yeah, so that's where, you know, that's where we've really got to, to shift our approach. And I think uh, your book is so well aligned with Selling from the Heart and the community of people here. I mean, I'm just so, so thrilled that you're a part of this conversation. But you said in your book, and I thought this was, was so awesome and so um, relevant, is if you're going to, to have a heart sale versus that hard clothes type sale, you really have to know who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And we've talked a lot about a journey of self-discovery on this call and reflecting and doing the hard work on this podcast. Um, what can a sales rep do from your perspective? What, what advice would you give to a salesperson who wants to go on that journey of self-discovery and really knowing who they are?
2: Yeah. And, you know, I've said before that sales is the, the, the biggest personal development journey you can go on already. oh my gosh which is so many goddamn triggers so anyway <laughs> first, first of all i think you've got to be open you've got to be open to the potential of you not knowing everything i think you've got to be um open to feedback and, you know, I think deep down inside of us, you know, we all, we all know that there's areas that we can improve in and, and it's having the guts to be able to put your hand up to yourself, you know, hand on heart, look the man in the mirror and say, you know what, I, I, I need to do something different. And, um, you know, and I think salespeople today need to also be in environments where they can do that safely. And to be able to do that with their leader or their manager and be able to have the deeper conversations, which then leads us to the leaders of today, because if you can actually align your people's personal aspirations and their personal goals and, and their personal values, and you can, you can understand them at that deeper level and then align them to the business values Mm -hmm. and the business goals, then you're on a winner.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. There, there's something that, Oh, wow. I get up at this ungodly hour in the morning and Daryl knows it. I mean, I just don't sleep. I I don't know. I just, but I get up really early in the morning and and I've written about this as I spend the first 30 to 45 minutes of every single morning in my office in complete silence. And I just start thinking, And sometimes to the point where, you know, I might mind (laughs) something more than I need to be. But I, I, you know, I encourage encourage salespeople, spend that first 30 to 45 minutes and really self-reflect on what is it that I need to learn? What is it that I need to do better? Who needs to help me? Who can I reach out to? And, you know, and we've spoken about it before and that's that just being comfortable in your own skin. Mm -hmm. And, And I think once you know that, then I think... a a sales professional who's being being proactive with their career can then take that and share with their, you know, their leader or their manager, Hey, let me share with you what I'm doing in the morning. And these are some areas that I think you might be able to help me with. Can you imagine that happening?
2: You know, that's, that's so critical. And I mean, where we're going, where we're going now, we've, we've kind of come out of this industrial economy where it was very rules driven you know, there was no feedback, it was, you know, control and power and all the rest of it. We've gone through the knowledge economy or the information era, um, you know, where we're holding on to knowledge was power and where we are now, like in my book, I talk about the connection economy, that we're in the connection economy and that actually um, came from Seth Godin. I love Seth Godin. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're kind of in this connection economy now, but it, we're morphing again and it's, it's this environment where, inspiration and imagination is critical where creativity and curiosity go hand in hand. And, and I think the ability for somebody to, to kind of be able to sit and to be able to think and to, to literally be able to do nothing. That is when our brain is actually at its finest you know, we live in this stressful environment where it's, go get the numbers, where are you on the pipeline? Why isn't that happening? And, and our we, we can't actually create insights in that, that, that manic state. So we do need to take reflective time. Um, and what happens in our brain there is it actually dials back um, to, a, to a different level of brainwaves where it mm-hmm. kicks us into insights. And what you're saying, Larry, is critical. And it's, it, you know, it's, a new. we're kind of moving along that into that mindfulness where the ability to connect with yourself and not just other people is a huge part of high performance.
0: Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I, I just think about it and I go, you know, if you don't know yourself as a sales rep mm-hmm. and what, and what goods you bring, what good are you out in, in, in the field. I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there is if you have a really difficult time as a sales rep, genuinely, you know, figuring out who you are, then it it becomes this big, I think it, then it, then it becomes, you know, I I don't know. It just becomes this big facade of who I am. And I always talk about fake news, fake sales reps. And I think we put this mask on as far as, you know, who are we? And if we don't know who we are, then we're kind of, I, I think, our peers yeah. and what we think a sales rep should be, walk, yeah. talk and act starts to come out.
2: Yeah, I, and you know, we talk about this authenticity part. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big believer that we are all authentic. All of us, every single one of us are authentic, right here, right now. We were born right. authentic. Well, what we do is over the years, we layer crap, we layer stuff, <laughs> we layer masks, until we're this walking person that's that's looking and sounding and acting like they think everyone thinks they should right and so you know we go back in time and and you know we go back into the 80s or we go back into wherever where you know we were talking before the podcast started we were talking about you know what it you were supposed to look like what you were supposed to sound like and you know my, my thing there is you know, a female self rep in the eighties, we were, oh feeling, my God. And, <laughs> you know, um, you know, here I am. in the big, you know, the 80s shoulder pads and the black suit and the white shirt and looking so masculine. And so being authentic as a female in the sales world is being really comfortable in your skin with being feminine, but still being able to be strong. And, um, You know, and I think today what we need to do is we need to get really serious about not just the value that we bring to the table because we learn that. That's all external stuff, you know, Mm. our product, the pricing, branding, all of that. We're we're given those resources. But to get really serious is to understand the value that you actually bring to the table as a human being, Mm. Um, you know, and and what are those resources that You know, times are tough. Teams are lean and, you know, we've got to do more with less. And if we realise that we actually did have more resources at our fingertips than we realised, and those resources are internal, they are things like, you know, curiosity, inspiration, drive, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, ethics, all of those kind of competencies which which are critical.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. There's some heavy stuff being spoken here, but this is, you know, I've been, I've been thinking about it. And one other thing is, and I've done this before is why not just take your close inner circle, right? Mm-hmm. It could be your friends, your family, close confidants, a mentor and start asking them, you know, what, what are some of the values you see in me, right? You know me well enough and have your friends and start bringing that out because I think I, I do it all the time. I mean, I, I, maybe sometimes I'm a female in a male's body. I have no clue on that one, but I'm about the most, that, that's about the I'm about the most emotional person there is, but maybe it's growing up with a bunch of sisters and having, you know, cousins that are all females. I have no idea, but I'm yeah. in touch with that to where I don't
2: care. Well, you know what, you've just, bought, you've just hit on something as well because, you know, we talk about our strengths and we talk about bringing our strengths to the I'm so sorry that you've been surrounded by so many women, Larry. I truly, truly yeah. Dude, it's all it's all good. It I'm explains not a lot.
1: Now I'm we understand. I'm not <laughs> but you know what, I'm not, I'm,
0: not comp- I'm not complaining about it at all, But but you know what? But I think it served me well in the sales world because I wasn't afraid to roll it up and I wasn't afraid to get all mushy and all that because that was just a part of who I was and how I was raised.
2: So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you a little bit on that. So, you know, we, <laughs> we have strengths. <laughs> We've all got strengths. And, and I love the fact that you say go to your inner circle and, and, and get them to share what they believe your strengths are and possibly your weaknesses as well. All good. You know, do a little bit of a mini 360. But sometimes our biggest strengths can actually be our biggest weaknesses. So to put some, put some context around that is I've always been quite gregarious. I've always been quite enthusiastic and that's always been a strength or so I've been led to believe, but in sales, being too enthusiastic can actually be a really big down, uh, you know, negative. So giving you my side of things, if I'm selling to a C-suite, the last thing I can do is come in there and be Bernadette, the enthusiastic one. So being aware of that actually allows me to dial it back so I can match the person that I'm with and everything changes. My, my tone changes, my, the depth of my voice drops. I pause yeah. a lot. So that is where I'm coming from there. And that comes back to feedback. So there's got to be, you know, um, a balance, I guess, because there's salespeople out there that may be too driven or that they may be too aggressive and they may think that that's what salespeople are supposed to do when in actual fact, if they were open to feedback and open to change and shifting the way that they think about themselves, that's probably the biggest thing is how can you shift the way that you think about yourself? Mm -hmm. Um, then that forms part of your growth and therefore as part of your growth, your business growth.
1: Wow. That's so good. That's so good. So what do you say? So we're all, we've all been in sales for a while. And when I started in sales, I, I feel like the sales training that I went through 25 years ago was the exact opposite of what we're saying here. We're saying be authentic, know who you are. The sales training that I went through 25 years ago, and I'm afraid that a lot of sales still go through today is the exact opposite. It's like, forget who you are. This is what we want you to be. This is how you're supposed to dress. This is exactly what you're supposed to say. And, um, that, you know, that, that, uh, thing that we all learned 25 years ago as they flipped the overhead projector slides and we, we memorized, you know, I can certainly appreciate how you feel all those things, (laughs) you know, that stuff is, I mean, in today's connection economy where, where buyers can just sniff that out so quickly, it's, it's a real challenge. What do you say to a sales leader who has, and this is, this is a, I think a big challenge in our world today is, most sales leaders, we've been around for a long time. We were, you know, raised on the, you know, good old fashioned um, Tom Hopkins, Brian Tracy, you know, sales skills. What do you say to that sales leader now who is faced with this, you know, connection economy, millennials, changing buyers? I mean, buyer two point all this stuff. What do you say to that sales leader who, you know, is sitting here today going, "What do I do? Do I double down? I mean, get out the old overhead projector." Or, or how do I change? I mean, what do you say to that sales leader?
2: So a couple of things. One is, you know, what we learned 25 years ago is our foundation. And and I think we all still need a framework of Yes, it's like, it's like as parents, our kids still need parameters. So I think salespeople still need frameworks. But the, the secret, I think, is to be able to dance within the framework.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah
2: is to be able to to be yourself but dance within the framework and I think what's happened is yes we still need that layer of understanding you know how to make the call and how to understand our features advantage benefit and understand how to you know ask for the order we still need that layered on top of that coming out of into the out of the 80s is you know we learnt we learnt rapport building we learned spin selling, we learned, you know, how important customer satisfaction was. So that's like the, the, the middle layer where we learn to connect and we learn to uh-huh. consult, we learn to, you know, conspire for the success of the company, of the customer. But we've now reached, and I call it sales 1.0, sales 2.0, sales 3.0 is where we're at now, and that's transformational. You know, we've gone from transactional, transitional, and now we're at transformational. And that whole transformational piece means that we go to market we learn to go to market in in a state of conviction where we can Mm. be truly authentic truly ourselves and what I would say to a leader is to truly get to know your people but first of all get to know yourself as well but understand where those gaps are you've now got four generations in the workplace today You've got millennials right the way up to baby boomers. And so every single one of those is coming to the table with a different point of view. So we need to be able, leaders today need to be able to address those competencies such as, you know, being agile, being mm-hmm. able to be resilient, mm-hmm. how do you be courageous? You know, it's not just so much get out there and do a deal. It's how can we learn to be or have more courage. Um, so there's a whole stack of different skill sets that are based on personal competencies instead of mechanical, uh, skill sets.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you say something in your book that I think is just fantastic as a question for all of us to reflect on, um, as we're getting to know who we are. And that question is just fantastic. It's, How serious are you about making a difference? What a phenomenal question.
2: That is, you know, if when you've got leaders that are wanting change, but they're not prepared to look outside the square. When we look at the role that a leader is all about, it's all about making a difference in the business and with their people. And so that question, how serious are you about making a difference is a question I'm not afraid to ask.
1: That's so good. And I know you're not afraid to answer. Thank you so much for being a part of this the podcast today. Once again, if you have not read um, the Art of Commercial Conversations, Bern- uh, Bernadette's book is fantastic. We'll put a link in the show notes. You've got to get this book. You're absolutely going to love it. As we say every week, and thank you, Bernadette, so much for sharing your time and wisdom with us today. We appreciate it, and we know you'll be back. Uh, we've got so there. I I have so many notes off this conversation. Uh, my my wrist is sore from writing. So thank you. Um, so as we say every week, though, thank you for joining us. Um, you know, be genuine, be authentic, do the hard work. And this week, we want to challenge you to ask that question: How serious are you about making a difference? It's a tough question, but get some time. Get some time that's quiet and reflect on that. And I think it's going to make a big difference in your perspective. But most of all, above all of this, Bernadette, thanks for being here. And everyone, don't forget, sell from the heart.